Welcome to BCM Reviews. I'm your host, Brian, and today I'm being joined by a recurring guest. We all, you all know him. He's been here before. I have reviewed the Bond movies. We've done Shang-Chi. We've done the Spider-Man movies. We've done No Way Home. Your boy, Carl. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Thanks for having me, Brian. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So I've been kind of like pondering and asking myself this question, man, what can I review? What can we do, right? So I thought to myself, you know what? Let's not do a review. Let's do a ranking, right? Let's, let's do a ranking of some movies that we all love and all that stuff. So I decided let's do the, uh, the top 10 Pixar films. You know what I mean? So all these things. So um, these are, of course, you know, our opinions, you know what I mean? How we feel about these films and all that stuff and how they lived with us for some time now. So, you know, let's start off with, um, I want to start off with you. What is your, within your ranking, what's your top 10 film within, you know, your favorite Pixar films, Carl? You want me to tell you all of them? No, not all of them. We'll just start with 10. 10. Uh, You tell me. Yeah, I'll t- you tell me what's your 10, and then I'll tell you mine, and then we'll go from 9 to 8 to 7, all the way to 1. You get what I mean? Sounds good, bro. Sounds good. But I'll let you know right now, bro, this this list was, like, really tough, bro. Because Pixar, mm. they have really good movies, mm. you know? But for my number 10, I put L- Luca, the Luca. movie that came out. Luca, yeah. Oh, last year. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You, you know what? A little side note there, but um, within my list... I'll be honest with you. I'm not. I haven't been feeling feeling a uh, Pixar for a while because I feel that a lot of their films haven't been. They haven't hitting been hitting. It. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the way they used to back then. So, you'll notice that within my list, um, within from ten to five, it's the new Pixar films. Within one to five, it's the old ones. You know what I mean? Same. Same. Yeah. Bro, same. So. I feel like the old Pixar movies, they would like send you a message, you know? Yeah. Like the newest one, I don't know. It's like they're not putting like the effort like they used yeah, to. Yeah, I agree. Do. Especially the animation yeah. looks a little uh, a little wonky here and there, you know what I mean? <laughs> like the animation bro. is not as tight as it was. It's not like very detailed and fine-tuned, you no, know what I mean? Not at all, bro. Yeah. So um, so why, why Luca, Carl? Luca? I don't know. The... F- why because it's so colorful bro blue really nice color but not just that but like it's it's the life of this like boy who's like a creature like a mermaid who wants Mm -hmm. to be like a human Mm. so he goes to like italy he like learns shit learns stuff my bad you can can curse curse carl Ah, okay well learn stuff and and he wants to be human man and there's also like obstacles like he mm. can't touch water like every time he touches what well, comes to contact with water he'll become like his true self mm. so luca it's like one of the, those like great films that you should be watching with with your younger siblings to like show them like what's the obstacle of life like having friends keeping secrets and more mm, okay That's i feel you i feel on that i mean i haven't seen luca um you know of course like i said before a lot of the at least for me, a lot of the new Pixar films haven't been hitting it for me, you know, especially like the new one turning red, which I oh. heard that talks about like menstruation and all that stuff. And I was like, damn, yeah. Pixar, y'all, y'all really going in deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, 
I don't know. At least, at least for me, I mean, I'm 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 very uh, nostalgic type of individual. So my number ten is Soul with Jamie Foxx and yeah. Tina Fey, and I'll be honest with you, I really enjoyed this movie. This is, I think, one of those movies that I saw. I believe it came out on Disney Plus on December twenty fifth of twenty twenty. So 20. I watched it at home, you know, and it was actually really good. Like I really enjoyed that movie. Um, you know, a music teacher. Um, really trying to find a sense of purpose and drive and he uh, goes to this um, astral world and he learns that where he learns about like um, where people's passion and where their drive comes from and all these things and you really you you know there's something really uh, how can you say especially when we were living in like lockdown era right where like yeah. everybody, everything was closed it's really one of those really like deep motiva- motivational movies that you needed in time like that you know what i mean you're not wrong bro yeah you're and you know not only that but i think that is one of uh jamie fox uh best performances since uh ray charles at least in my opinion you know yeah. Because, you know, since then, you know, I, I feel that uh, Jamie Foxx hasn't been, uh, how can you say, hasn't been hitting it. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we'll, we'll talk about that, man. We'll talk about that one sure. day, man. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Jamie. <laughs> Another day, you know, bro. You know, you know I, I, we know what we might do, Carl. A little side note there. I, I know we're, we're distracting, but we might do an actor spotlight thing where we talk okay. about actors and their, and their filmography and all these things you know what i mean i think we might yeah. do that one day all right um, all right so what is your number nine carl ratatouille bro oh ratatouille oh damn yeah. so low bro because pixar has bro so I'm many they have like pixar. 25 so good they i know but they're all, fucking, they're all good bro they're all good and like, like except for good. cars 2 cars 2 is bad i don't want to talk about, it's not on my list bro i don't want to talk about it bro <laughs> yeah bro oh my but uh, yeah that movie mm. it just shows that um why i put it in number nine because there's so many good movies but that's in my top 10 of like all time mm. why because it shows that human and animals can be friends mm, okay. you know yeah they can you. like they can create something even like better and stuff like that so that that's why um ratatouille i call it like that because it it's funny it's mm. it has really it has good moments and funny moments when you're you're like young everyone is like dreaming to become a chef you should watch that movie bro. especially you if you're uh, in uh, in the culinary arts you know you could you could learn a too with that movie you know what i mean especially yeah. in cooking class you know when the when the teacher was gone, they put on a movie and, sh- and shed. They put on that movie or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that was a good one. Uh, so number nine for me is Utopia. I really enjoyed that movie. Like I remember, I didn't see it the day it came out and see it. I think I saw it maybe on streaming. Um, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the um, you know how all the animals live in the city you know, and they all have to find a way to live together. It's a, it's a nice mystery type movie. You know what I mean? You have this bunny cop who's trying to make it, but there's all of these obstacles in her way and she's trying to really make it up. And then you have the fox played by, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, Jason Bateman. You have all of these uh, really interesting characters that really gets into, well, you know, the, the movie actually is kind of like a subtle 
it really talks about racism and classism and, and you know, all the, um, the social issues of our world, but it kind yeah. of really does in this really like nice, subtle way in a very unique way. And I really enjoyed that about that movie. And uh, that, that's why it's in my, uh, you know, I picked it as number nine. You know, I really enjoyed them. That's a really good movie. I, I want to see a sequel about that, you know, pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is your number eight, Carl? I put Soul. Soul? All right. Yeah. Why, why? Okay. Uh, what, 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 how do you feel about Soul, Carl? Uh, soul, it just showed me that if you have an objective in life, Go for it. Mm, absolutely. Go for it because, because Jamie Foxx in the movie, uh, he wanted to become like a professional musician, but then he was a teacher. But as you can see, he was happy, but he wasn't that happy. It's not what he wanted to do. Mm. But then when you progress in the movie, it just shows mm. that, bro, it just clicked in his head, bro. I need to become a professional singer um musician and then he had his chance when he took yes. his chance he's like kind of died you know mm. but then it just showed me like if i have an objective if if i have like a small door go for it bro like squeeze your squeeze yourself through in that door and take your chance bro absolutely After, man when the movie was like done bro it just made me think about life bro like don't let no one tell you what to do. If you have an objective, go for it. Mm. Go for it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, number eight for me would be uh, Coco. It's the one where it's about the afterlife and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember that movie. You know, that was one of those uh, Pixar movies that really made me think, okay, Pixar, you guys haven't lost your touch. You know what I mean? You guys are yeah. still, you know, up and at it, still making, you know, grown men kids cry and all that stuff so it's a really it's a really powerful emotional movie which really talks about you know you know about uh, a generational family right and they have like passing members you know and how it talks about generational you know families within certain generations right and also talks about death and loss right but really does it in this very like cool unique way and it gets into like um, different cultures and how within different cultures, death can mean many things. And I think that this film was very insightful. It really gave you a lot of insight. And I just felt that it, it handled it very, um, very well. And I really enjoyed the music in that, in that movie. Um, that, that, the, 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 the music in that movie was really good. And uh, yeah, it really, you know, at the ending, Yo, that shit made me cry. I haven't you know seen I mean? it, bro. You haven't, haven't seen, seen it? it. No, All right, no. so I think it's on Disney Plus. So I, 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 rec- I, re- I recommend you check it out, Carl. Alright, so no more. All right, so what is your number seven, Carl? Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Explain to me, Carl. Finding Nemo, bro. It has a spot in my heart, bro. Mm. Why? It just shows that. Um, a dad would do anything for his kid. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I like, remember. I remember that movie, man. I remember when that movie came out. I had like McDonald's toys and everything. Yeah, and all these things. And yeah, that, that was a really good movie. I, you know, I haven't. It's not that. Um, 
you know, it's nothing, you know, it's not on my list, unfortunately, because there's like, you know, there's so many movies, right, within Pixar yeah. that you're kind of like, damn, you know, what can you pick? You know what I mean? And <laughs> I'm with you, bro. And you kind of like, you have to really make this big list of like, okay, what can you take all these things? But yeah, I agree, yeah. man. You know, um, Finding Nemo, man, it's a really good movie, man. One of one of uh, Pixar's best, you know what I mean? If you, do it you is. want to add anything else, Carl? I don't know. It, for me, it just shows that... Um... A dad would do anything for his kids. Well, not just for his kids, but like for his family. Because in the movie, yeah. Nemo was like his only like son, so he would do anything to like find mm-hmm. him, find him. It just shows that not a lot of like kids grew up with a dad. It it just shows that um, a dad plays a big role in a kid's life. You know, mm-hmm, absolutely. Like as a protector and a mentor. It just, it has a spot in my heart, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, sorry, number seven for me is uh, Cars. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I, you know what? I haven't seen Cars in a while. I don't remember that movie, like, by heart. But I really enjoy, like, the concept of, like, legit cars who can talk, who can who are alive you get you see like the big ass eyes and all these things yeah. and <laughs> which is a crazy oh. concept and all these things but i really dig it and i really enjoyed the story you know owen wilson is great uh as a uh, steve mcqueen not, not steve mcqueen lightning mcqueen i think lightning mcqueen yeah um kachow and all these <laughs> things <laughs> all these things and uh who else um I like the story with the um, the sheriff who's like the guy who's like monitoring the town and making sure everything goes right and all these things and how in that sense, it's also a story of redemption for him. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed that movie, Carl. You know, the, the I haven't seen the third one. You know, I remember like the third one was something, something a bit more serious, stuff like that. And I'm surprised nobody talks about those movies anymore. I think it's because the second one was so bad that the third one didn't really, how can you say? Live up to the hype, bro. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed Cars. Um, number six, A Bug's Life for me. I've never seen it. you never seen A Bug's Life? It's basically um, a remake of uh, whatchamacall. It's kind of like um, there's this movie, this old uh, samurai movie called Seven Samurai, which is about a village who's being attacked by raiders, right? Okay. One of the villagers goes, goes to a samurai and tells, and, and tells him, hey, listen, I need help. There are these raiders who are raiding our village. I need help. And the samurai goes to find these other samurais in order to protect the villagers. You know what I mean? So that's basically um, A Bug's Life. You know, it's a really good movie about like uh, uh, waiting out the storm and really finding uh, a way to um, storm out opposition and really like defending yourself and not allowing other people to push you over and, th- and things like that and if you've seen the movie the bad guy in that movie yo the the i think it's a it's a grasshopper or something like that he's voiced by a, a fucking dude's name um kevin spacey who's a 
the demonic white man that I like to call him and uh, all these things. And uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So what is your, your number six, Carl? Monster Inc. Monsters Inc. Yeah. Mm, okay. I don't really remember a lot of things about that movie, but as I remember like watching it, it was really good. Mm. The guy with like one eye roll reminds me. Oh yeah, of- the uh, Mike Wazowski. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that that was a really good movie. That 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 oh. that played either in uh, in television or you had the the DVD. I I think I have the DVD or something like that. But it was actually a really good movie. Monster Inc. aged really well, bro. Very well, and we're still waiting for that sequel. You know sequel, what I mean? I know, like it's crazy. And we only the only thing we got out of that movie was the prequel. I mean, and. Come on, we know we didn't, but nobody cares about that. We want to see what happened to Boo and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. <laughs> We're still waiting, man. We're still waiting. Um, so number five for me is uh, Inside Out. The you know you remember the one with um, it's about the girl who a has the per, yeah, and they all yeah. like define happiness, sadness, disgust anger and uh, um, one that's scared and all these things and I really enjoyed that like that movie was actually really good it, it really showed like uh, an element of uh, how can you say a lot of hard work in the sense where from the animators to the storytellers who were working on this movie I really enjoyed like you know hearing things about movies where um, you hear a lot of hard work from a lot of like um different aspects when it comes to like animation all these things and another thing that i enjoyed is that it's a story about mental health and how it's important to really seek help and really talk about how you feel you know what i mean yeah and i think that is something that more than ever that needs to be talked about and all these and all that stuff you know what i mean i'm with you bro Mm. yeah so that for me inside out is number five what is your number four, Carl? Number five? Number four. Oh, oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. do my number five. <laughs> number five. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. I put up. You put up. Okay. Explain um, why did you put up? I mean, up is a story about um, this husband. Just He lost his wife. Mm. And then I'm pretty sure he wanted to, like, he was really antisocial. Like, he didn't want to talk to no one after his his wife passed away mm. and he decided to put like balloons over his well on the roof of his house and just flying away yeah but the whole adventure was like it was interesting but then people came up with a bunch of like theories after like years of that movie came up they said that the husband died and now he's just dreaming of like going away Be- because it's basically impossible to fly away. With yeah, I agree, house. but it's a but it's an anime. It's a Pixar, it's a Pixar movie. It's animation, so anything is possible. You That's know what I mean? Yeah, but the whole movie just like for me, that was my first time learning death at a mm. young age. It shows yeah. that when someone you care about dies, mm. you're gonna be like really depressed. I'm like, whoa! I'd like the age of 10 um, a movie just like opened up my eyes mm. because i used to see the world all colorful but then after watching that movie it mm. shows me that this world can be black and white there's like 
bad people and then there's good people you can mm. be happy you could be sad but then that movie also like showed me like like um stuff about life basically that's why it's in my top five mm, okay i'm okay i feel i feel on that yeah. all right so let's move on to number four carl what is your number four toy story two toy story <laughs> two all right explain toy story two to me toy story two was uh was the sequel of the first one but they did it even better they added new mm. characters that had like a a huge role mm. into the, the story i remember when buzz lightyear and oh i forgot the name of the cowboy oh. uh i forget too but yeah, yeah that toy they both like um got lost and they ended mm. up in another house and then we we got introduced by like other characters i'm like whoa they actually did something that everything about that movie was so perfect like mm. the escape plan the toys the story mm. everything was so perfect how about mm. you bro uh number four for me is uh, monsters inc yeah yeah and and the reason why it is is because um i really enjoyed that concept of like you know how, you know, when you're a kid, you always tell your parents there's like a monster under your bed or something like that, right? Yeah. And they kind of take that concept, right? And they they kind of make it into this really interesting thing where it's like these monsters have a way to get into our world and there's like the thing with the doors and everything like that, which is really cool. Um, I really enjoyed all the characters, the, the world building, uh, Mikey, um, uh, Sully, uh, who else? Uh, Randall, who's like this uh, chameleon type hybrid type thing. And, you know, what's even interesting is at the end of the movie, they actually realize that, hey, maybe scaring kids isn't the way. We should actually make them laugh or something like that. And then yeah. you have the ending and all that stuff. And they send uh, Mike, uh, Mike Wazowski and all these things. And... Uh, <laughs> yeah you know it's a really good film i really enjoyed monsters inc man i'm still waiting for that sequel man i want to see uh uh, uh what's their what's their what's their face uh boo uh all grown up and mike coming back and all these things man they need to they need to work on that sequel man you know what i mean it's been too long bro it's been too long like it came out in what 2001 right now we're 2022 so it's been 21 years that's crazy man that's some that, that's flies, that's some bro. bullshit, man. <laughs> Time flies, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. All right. So, what is your number three, Carl? The Incredibles. The Incredibles. The Incredibles, bro. Oh, okay, Carl. Well, uh, how do you feel about Incredibles, Carl? Oh, inc- they did such a good job with the Incredibles. I, oh, I don't know what to say. They did a, such a good job. Uh, mm. The story um the characters with mm. the powers it was everyone was like unique in their own ways with their personality and it mm-hmm. and it matches bro like and then later on they got banned or like exiled and then they had to live like a normal life it just shows that they can't live a mm-hmm. normal life they need to like help people yeah. that's a part of their job that's why they have powers because they have responsibilities you know then mm-hmm. the villain a syndrome he was good though and he yeah. had a good purpose he had a good yeah. purpose 
when I was younger, I always thought that this guy was like just weird, just like being a villain like that. But when I got older, because I I would watch that movie multiple times, well, it just shows that yeah, um, it's like future, bro. Like when Scotty Pippen didn't want to sign his his um his shirt, so he took his wife, you know. So <laughs> no, but like he had a purpose and he had like a good reason, and that made future a uh, villain and same thing as the villain in that movie everyone had a purpose um the black guy honey where is my super suit that's by samuel l jackson L. jackson yeah. that meme will stay forever it's such a where good scene is my super suit <laughs> oh man that's no. iconic like, it was bro and everything about that movie was so good but then the only thing that I hated is like waiting like 15 years, bro, for a sequel. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was actually 14. Yeah, I remember that, man. I remember when that oh first trailer dropped. I was like, man, it's been a long time. You know what I mean? 14 years. And it, they're going to make us wait even longer for the third film and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Just some, some bullshit. You know what I mean? But anyway, you know, we'll get, out, get to that. Um, so you, you already said your number. All right. So my number three is um, Up. I think it's because Up is a really one of those, how can you say, a film that really matures you in a way before yeah. you really enter that age. Um, when you're like, what, 10 years old, you already, you, you have a film that talks about death and and loss and all these things. Like you're, you're, you're introduced to the character of Carl, right? Who's like full of, you know, optimism and joy, right? from a young age yeah. uh meets the girl i forget her name and then you know later on marries her and they grow old together you see them through their trials and tribulations and and all of these things and you know she dies and that opening where it's like there's no talking it's just music and all these things where it starts off really like positive and optimistic yeah. and then you have the piano notes where it kind of it's more oh, like sad and all that stuff and then yeah it hits you and um it's really um it's really a powerful movie and it really shows that you know even in old age man you can still find a new sense of purpose and that's where the kid comes in right the the boy scout and you really see that the carl character has found a new sense of purpose by of course going to the amazon fulfilling the dream that he and his wife had originally envisioned and all of these things and it's a really good movie i just watched that it like a few, a few months ago it, it, it really aged well like it's really good man. you know what i mean and uh, yeah. yeah it's a really good movie man um yeah so what is your number two carl i put cars cars all right uh why cars carl i mean it's like what you said earlier about cars it's a uh, it's a story about Lenny McQueen having redemption mm. and the passion of like racing. Mm. And uh, he was like, what? He got arrested? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was put in this like small town and then he had yeah. to learn like everything. Yeah. He had to learn about humility and all that stuff. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Because his ego was so inflated, bro. Yeah, man. So inflated. <laughs> You know what I and mean? at the end, his last race, 
I didn't like the movie in the beginning, but at the end, it made me fell in love with it because at the end, he was winning. He mm. was winning. But then he saw like what happened. Well, he saw a journal of what happened to the sheriff like years ago that he got like destroyed. And then when he saw like his competitor like getting destroyed, he's like, yo, no, like, no, F the race. I need to go save up like mm-hmm. my competitor. So he, it shows that he was not selfish like he was in the beginning in the movie. So he got more matured and he risked his own reputation to be in the third place because mm-hmm. he didn't want to see his other competitor like just left. Yeah, it's it's a movie the movie that, uh, that teaches you that winning isn't everything. You know what thing. I mean? Thank yeah, you. And I yes. think that it's a very important, uh, you know, message to, to learn about. So for me, my number two is Ratatouille. And uh, I really enjoyed um, Brad Bird. You know, Brad Bird made that one movie. What, what's it called? The Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. The one about the big robot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. from the 90s. And then he went to work over at, uh, at Disney. And he made uh, The Incredibles and then Ratatouille and then all of these other films. And I remember... Um, I don't know. This film is very, how can you say, very like kid friendly, but at the same time very mature. Sure. Like at the end, you have this really interesting monologue by the um, the food critic Anton Ego and all that stuff, who who's like a, a Dracula looking type motherfucker and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, you know, I really enjoyed that. Not only that, but the food looks good, man. You kind of like, man, you want to like jump through the screen like fat out drooling and stuff, and you're drooling, and you want to like go into there and like eat that food and off their table and all that stuff and eat it yeah it's a really good movie it really showed you that no matter what no matter who you are or or, or what you are it's important to always uh, um uh, strive for your dreams your goals and for remy who wanted to be a chef he did it you know he wanted to be a chef yeah. and you know he managed to to do it and he managed to get the support from his family he helped um, the dude who's the son of Gusto to find his dream, which was serving and waiting and all these things. And, you know, I really enjoyed that. It's a really good film. It's a film that has a lot of uh, nuance and a lot of stuff that as you grow up, you're kind of like, damn, okay, this is what it actually means. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, so we, yeah, we both did our number twos. So what is your number one, Carl? I have a feeling that we might have the same number one. I don't think so. I I put Wally. All right, go ahead, Carl. <laughs> keep, no, keep going, keep going. I, I, well, why? My number one is just because I love my planet, okay? And yeah, of co- of Wally. The movie was so realistic. What mm-hmm. could happen to our planet? Like mm-hmm. we like trash it, and then we like mm-hmm. just go away. Yeah. Like Wally, uh, I like him. He doesn't say much, but like mm-hmm. all his actions do all the talking for him. Absolutely. And then it's um what else? And he met the girl. Well, mm-hmm. the, the I think robot. Eva. Yeah. Eva, yeah. Eva. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. And then uh like years later, like the people comes back to Earth after like 
trashing it. Mm-hmm. And he goes in the in the spaceship. He just like wandering around. Mm-hmm. It just shows that the movie's so realistic. What could happen to us in like decades? Mm. That's why I put it in my n- number one. And I liked the ending because in th- the end, all the humans came back. Uh, they become all united and try to like um, not save the world, but like make it like not save the the planet, but make it like a better place. You know, mm, okay, that's why I, it has a strong message. It shows that don't trash the planet because that absolutely. Yeah, man. I agree. I agree. Um, I I really love the movie Wall-E. Um, it's a really great film. The reason why uh, I, uh, I can say I was shaking my head a little bit, Carl, is because I've seen the film way too many times, especially when you're at Sammy G, right? Because basically yeah. the only film that they have, you know what I mean? Was it's like, Wally. Was Wally, Wally, Wally. They had 2012, which was some bullshit. Uh, <laughs> You're not just, wrong, bro. Just basically to show you, like, okay, this is what could happen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not discounting any of that. I mean, the, the film is very insightful and really key, tells you the importance of making sure that we do our jobs to protect the planet and ensuring the life of everybody, you know, in this planet and all that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. My only beef with the movie is that there was too much. I mean, I only... we I. I the beef is that I, we saw it too many damn times, right? We get it. You know what I mean? We get it. Yeah. It's, it, it came to a point where the movie just felt like, you know, you know, they, you know how in, when you're, when you're a kid, right? Your, your parents basically tell you, open your mouth and basically take a spoon of the food and be like, and shove it. it in your mouth, shove it in your yeah. mouth. That's basically what the film was. You know what I mean? Especially at, yeah. at Sammy G where they basically like take the film and, Eat this shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, that's basically how they, they treated it and, and all that yeah. stuff, which, you know, it's a good film, but uh, not among my favorites and all that stuff, but I really dug it. Um, now, my number one, and this is, of course, no surprise to you, is The Incredibles. Now, without a question, um, I really enjoyed this film. I, I, matter of fact, not enjoy, but I love this film from beginning to end. It is a film that is very grand because it talks about superheroes and all these things. And um, this team is loosely based on the Fantastic Four. And I always had this dream of always seeing Brad Bird um, directing a Fantastic Four movie, you know, for Marvel and all that stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't, that doesn't seem to be the case. Um, I really enjoyed this film. I enjoyed the um, the dad, Bob, um, Helen, who was down bad, uh, the kids, um, you know, like yeah, Dash, yeah. Jack-Jack. You remember, you know, the short film, uh, Jack-Jack Attack? You know, the one with... The what was it about character. again? You don't remember that? No, 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 no. It's the one where uh, Jack-Jack is being babysit and everybody's heading to... Um, to the island to, to rescue uh, Mr. Incredible and the baby. You don't remember that, Carl? I, I don't remember. Damn. Okay. Okay. No. Once we're done, I'll show, I'll show it to you. Anyway. Uh, okay, I think had, I've seen it, but like that was a long time ago. Yeah. But anyway, it's, um, it's a really great film. 
it really tackled a lot of heavy issues, especially when you're a dad, right? And you're yeah. kind of like, damn, you know, you're working this this nine to five and you're miserable and all these things and you're frustrated and you have the family and then you have the sense of like purpose again. And you see that in the movie, right? That, you know, Mr. Incredible has a sense of purpose. You see how it affects the kids. You see how it affects Dash where his parents don't want him to try on for sports because his, his, uh, his secrets will get exposed. You have that scene with uh, the principal, right? Dash is in the principal's office and the teacher's like, he puts some stacks, uh, some tacks on my stool. You know what I mean? You know, you know that scene where he's like, coincidence? I think not. You know. Oh I mean? yeah. <laughs> when he put a camera into the classroom and all that. Yeah, I, sure I, I know that. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that scene. That that that, that, uh, that there's so many quotables. You know, you have that honey scene with Sam Jackson, and uh, uh, <laughs> let me drink a, a sip of water. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and all the, these things. And yo, but come on, you know that uh, for a lot of people, right? Mrs. Incredible is a, is a crush for a lot of us. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, she was mad thick, bro. Come on, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's a really uh, it's a really great film. I think it's one of Pixar's best films, if I can be quite honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, I think, uh, whatchamacallit, I think that they waited a little bit too long, but I think that you know, Pixar have a, has a lot of other projects under their belt, so they had to like really, you know, rush them through, in all yeah. in all, all these things. Um, I love I love the the second one. The second one wasn't as good as the first, but it was actually pretty good. I'll yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that they need to not take too much time with when it comes to the uh, the third one, and I see a lot of big franchise potential with this uh with the incredibles like you have all these spin-offs like you don't like we, we don't know about um you know lucius and his uh i want to see a lucius a spin-off movie or something like that yeah and uh what else um i like to see a spin-off movie regarding the the world of the incredibles all the other superheroes and you know all these things and and yeah you know that that's why you know incredible is number one man it's a great film one of my favorite films and uh They'll live on and all these things. So, of course, guys, this is, uh, you know, our favorite Pixar films. Um, we will, of course, be doing more rankings to come. I'm, I think we might do a, uh, you want to do, yeah, uh, are you, do you want to do a DreamWorks uh, movies, uh, Carl? I'm down, I'm down, bro. All right, Let's so do we'll, we'll do that, uh, I don't know, whenever we find the time to do so and all these things, so... Be sure to, of course, uh, share this video to those who want to hear it. Um, follow us, of course, you know, subscribe to the podcast and uh, I guess we'll catch y'all later. Bye.